Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hey church, so great to be back with you today. Yesterday we read through Acts 15 or whenever you read it last, if you're following along. And we seen our boy Paul, who was formerly known as Saul and his homie, his friend, his colleague, the guy that bought the best out of him, Barnabas, they, they had a split and they went their separate ways. And so today we're jumping into Acts 16, which is titled Timothy joins Paul and Silas. So Paul and Silas have gone off and they've got a new guy rolling with them, Timothy. So why don't we jump in to Acts 16 and see how they continue to spread the gospel. Paul and Silas came to the city of Derb, and they went on to Lystra, the hometown of the believer named Timothy. His mother was a Jewish follower of Jesus, but his father was not a Jew. Timothy was well known and highly respected amongst all the believers of Lystra and Icum. Paul recognized God's favor on Timothy's life and wanted him to accompany them in ministry. But Paul had Timothy circumcised first because of the significant Jewish community living in the region, and everyone knew that Timothy's father wasn't a Jew. They went out together as missionaries, travelling to different cities, where they preached and informed the churches of the decrease of apostolic council of Jerusalem for the non-Jewish converts to observe. All the churches were growing daily and were encouraged and strengthened in their faith. The Holy Spirit had forbidden Paul and his partner to preach the word in the southwestern province of Turkey. So they ministered throughout the region of central and west central Turkey. When they got as far west as the border of Mycia, they repeatedly attempted to go north into the province of Bythonia. But again, the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to enter. So instead, they went right through the province of Mycia to the seaport of Taurus. While staying there, Paul experienced a supernatural ecstatic vision during the night. A man from Macedonia appeared before him, pleading with him, you must come across the sea to Macedonia to help us. After Paul had this vision, he immediately prepared to cross over to Macedonia, convinced that God himself was calling us to go and preach the wonderful news of the gospel to them. From Troas, we sailed a straight course to the island of Samothrace, and the next day, Neapolis. Finally, we reached Philip, a major city in the Roman colony of Macedonia, and we remained there for a number of days. When the Sabbath day came, we went outside the gates of the city to the nearby river, for there appeared to be a house of prayer and worship there. Sitting on the riverbank, we struck up a conversation with some of the women who had gathered there. One of them was Lydia a businesswoman from the city of Thyatira who was a dealer of exquisite purple cloth and a Jewish convert. While Paul shared the good news with her, God opened her heart to receive Paul's message. She devoted herself to the Lord and we baptised her and her entire family. Afterwards, she urged us to stay in her home, saying, Since I'm now a believer in the Lord, come and stay in my house. So we were persuaded to stay there. One day, as we were going to the house of prayer, we encountered a young slave girl who had an evil spirit of divination, the spirit of a python. She had earned great profits for her owners by being a fortune teller. She kept following us, shouting, These men are servants of the great high God, and they're telling us how to be saved. Day after day, she continued to do this, until Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, indwelling her, I command you in the name of the Lord Jesus, the Anointed One, to come out of her now. 
At that very moment, the spirit came out of her. When her owners realized that their potential for making profit had vanished, they forcefully seized Paul and Silas and dragged them off the city square to face the authorities. When they appeared before the Roman soldiers and the magistrates, the slave owners leveled accusation against them, saying, These Jews are troublemakers. They've thrown our city into confusion. They've pushed their Jewish religion down our throats. It's wrong and unlawful for them to promote these Jewish ways, for we're Romans living in a Roman colony. A great crowd gathered, and all the people joined in to come against them. The Roman officials ordered that Paul and Silas be stripped of their garments and beaten with rods on their bare backs. After they were severely beaten, they were thrown into prison, and their jailer was commanded to guard them securely. So the jailer placed them in the innermost cell of the prison and had their feet bound and chained. Paul and Silas, undawned, prayed in the middle of the night and sung a song of praise to God, while all the other prisoners listened to their worship. Suddenly, a great earthquake shook the foundations of the prison. All at once, every prison door flung open and the chains of all the prisoners came loose. Startled, the jailer awoke and saw every cell door was opened. Assuming that all the prisoners had escaped, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself. When Paul shouted in the darkness, Stop! Don't hurt yourself! We're all still here. The jailer called for a light, and when he saw that they were still in their cells, he rushed in and fell trembling at their feet. Then he led Paul and Silas outside and asked, What must I do to be saved? They answered, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and all your family. And we're going to leave it right there, guys. And we finished in verse um, 31. And, and I really want to encourage you to keep reading it because the story gets really cool. We see that Paul and Silas go to this guy's house and they save his whole family. They get baptized. And so what a turn of events. But if you remember right back in the first few verses, we actually see Paul and Silas stopping and not entering into certain cities and places because they are listening to the Holy Spirit. But that led them to hear. And so the challenge for me, and maybe it is for you too, is are we listening to the Holy Spirit of what he's telling us to do? Where to go, where not to go, when to go, when not to go, what to say, what not to say. Because ultimately he has a plan for us. And if we don't listen, we could very well not walk into that plan. How about we pray about that? Thank you, Jesus, that not only did you leave your Holy Spirit for these guys in Acts, but it is there for us today. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in our lives and I pray that we would listen to you, that we'd be guided by you and that we would ultimately live our life in submission to what you're telling us so that we can see the plans and the purpose that you have for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day.